Hello and welcome. I am your host, Coach Debbie, and this is Story You Talk Radio. I'm here 4 o'clock every Thursday to help you discover your voice and tell your story. My whole mission is to work with writers and to help them reveal their book, their blogs, their memoirs, whatever it is they have inside of them, and they want to make sure they get it in print or out on the internet. My website is www.coachdebbie, and that's D-E-B-B-Y dot com. And today, before we even get into our topic, I want to give a shout out to my brother. Happy birthday, my brother. Gosh, my life is fantastic because you are my brother. I can't wait to celebrate with you later on tonight. Happy birthday, Matt. He is one of the people who inspired my topic for today. I I actually had a lot of inspiration for today's topic, which is vacations, retreats, and the stories. Because you always know when you're going to go on vacation or take time out for that retreat, you will be creating story. So we're going to focus in on that today. I have to also thank Annette, who was recently on a very cool trip to Tuscany, a wonderful retreat. She had a way of inspiring me to do this show today, so I'll be telling you about that. Tim took his son to New Orleans and had a Motown jazz extravaganza experience, so I'll be telling you about that. I was talking to my friend Carla today about her experience now living on the waterfront and how that all came to be. And also, possibly the initial inspiration for this was when, oh, shall we say, a, a client who just wasn't quite the right fit and I had a juicy conversation. So I'll tell you all about that. What I really want you to think about is that vacations and retreats are a place that we create story and we really express our truth. Something that writers are always, always doing is communicating, of course, but writers thrive on stories that they observe and that they develop on paper As a writer, I'm always aiming to interpret, and I want to solve the mysteries, those everyday mysteries that we have in our life. But I got to admit, there is so much richness and story when we're on vacation, you know, when all of those airs and facades just drop away, and we are taking in the world. We, we've been removed from a place that we're so familiar with and, and we're experiencing the, shall we say, the non-manic society that we're so accustomed to. So uh, today I, I hope this topic gives you inspiration, whether you are a writer or not, because you are a person of expression and your story counts. So before we get too deep, I want to remind you of some events that I have coming up. I live here in the West Seattle area, and I offer workshops right out of my house for memoir writers. And these are pretty intimate workshops of six to ten people. If you would like to apply for a workshop, just go to the Connect page on my website, and that's www.com. CoachDebbie.com slash connect. And you'll see the, the link to let you apply for a workshop or a consultation. If you want to talk with me before you sign up for anything, that is always available. Additionally, if you'd like a little more time, uh, 30 plus minutes, 
you can sign up for a $59 book consultation. And we'll really get into what is your idea. And even if for any reason you and I are not the best fit, I probably know someone who is. So I really encourage you to click on that option, fill out the three little questions, and we'll be on our way. All right. So I want you to think about this for a minute. When was the last time you were actually on vacation? Not planning one, but on one. So just just take a second there. When was it? You're probably thinking, well, do the three-day ones count? Yep. Uh, Do stay vacations count? Yep. Do the ones that include family count? Of course they do. How could you ask that? Of course they count. Uh, What about the ones where I went on a business trip and then I stayed for an extra three days? Yeah, you stayed for an extra three days. They count. Here, let's go see what the engineer has to say. I wonder if he knows when his last vacation was. Hi, Eric. Hey, Debbie. I do know when my last vacation was. It was at Christmas time. It took a few days to go see my sister and uh, enjoy some Christmas. Oh, nice. Was that out of state? It was, yeah, down in uh, Southern California. And a very good place to be at Christmas time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't quite uh, have the same kind of Christmassy feel as a place that actually experiences winter, but it it was very uh, warm and comfortable. Oh, wonderful. I, I don't know if you know this about me, but in, in childhood, I lived in San Diego. So you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yes. And my mother explained to us early on when I had a panic attack that our house did not have a chimney like Uh the one in Chicago before. Uh, I was just like, how the heck is Santa going to get to us? How does this work? And she let me know, oh, he will come through the sliding glass door. Oh, that's that Kringle magic. Yeah, yeah, for those 75-degree And he'll be wearing red Bermuda shorts, too. Maybe. I wasn't allowed to look, so (laughs) I don't know. Now, how long were you there with your sister? I want to say it was about four days, mm-hmm. in- included the weekend, so probably just a, a couple uh, work days. So I'm probably long overdue for a proper, you know, a week or two off some exotic location or something. But uh, the right opportunity just hasn't uh, made itself known just yet. So hopefully maybe later in the year. Oh, I hope so, too, for you. Let me help you connect with my Awesome travel agent. We'll see if we can get that going for you. Cool. I hope you all noticed that word that Eric just interject, proper vacation. And I want to talk about that. That is a really, really great distinction. In our culture, sometimes we think, if I take four days, you know, it's a mini vacation. It's a little break away. But I do, and I know many of us do, associate vacations with a week or two away and somewhere exotic, somewhere warm, someplace that actually gets into the bones and warms you up and life is easy and you don't have to think too hard. And all of those things come to mind when we cultivate vacation. So sometimes it's hard to go to places where There's a long agenda. There's many, many places you have to be, or you have to be places at a certain time or you'll miss out, or maybe you have to be on a tour bus that's going to go along, you know, what do you, what do you call that? Switchback roads that you can just look right over the side of the cliff and you hope for your life and all of those things. I'm like Eric. I prefer those one to two weeks in exotic, warm, sultry places where I don't have to think much. Those agree with me. Well, I got to admit, I I love taking trips. When I said exotic places, I meant <laughs> like, you know, Europe, like the UK or Ireland, where it's not necessarily as sunny and warm, although it can be. Uh, I love, you know, getting a, a bit of culture uh, when I'm on vacation, but you're right about, you know, when it's, you're seeing a lot of stuff, 
it becomes very busy and you wonder, well, am I getting enough relaxation? You know, this is a lot of fun, but am I going to feel refreshed when I get back? So I think I, I'm going to have to start trying to do a little bit of both. Because so far, I've done a lot of the stuff you're talking about, being on a tour bus or, or something, I, you know, with a, a big schedule and not a lot of laying on a beach somewhere. And I, I think I need to work on that part. I love that, Eric. I love that. That's that's really important because culture is great, you know. Yeah. Learning about other societies, wonderful. But taking a real break, priceless. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? Yeah. So we're thinking a little bit about uh, the idea that that writers writers have this experience of unfolding the mysteries of the everyday life, communicating, interpreting, and and really observing and developing character plot, all of those things that we experience in everyday life or vacation. But one thing that, um, one thing I really want to point out about writers today, especially if you own your own business, is that once upon a time writing was for relaxation, escape. I mean, it's always been for educational purposes, but lately, a lot more writing has been around the idea of selling a brand. And I'm not against this. No, 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 no. I help people do this all the time. But I don't encourage the idea of only writing to celebrate your brand. I, I really encourage the idea that when we get in touch with our voice, it's sort of like people getting in touch with their everyday life and when they need to go on vacation. So you could say you're writing your brand is kind of like doing your everyday business, your everyday life. But I also want people when they write to know that that vacation, that downtime, that reflective time, that real expression counts. And for the everyday person, this often happens when we're on vacation. We go just a little bit deeper. So think for a minute about this. We have our manic society mindset, but we also have our retreat and vacation mindset. So just come on into the little classroom I'm sort of holding here right now and think about this. In our manic society, we tend to be really, really plugged in. Whereas in our retreat society, we're given the option to unplug. Now, how does this affect our story? Well, when you're unplugged, you are just really in the moment, as opposed to really being tapped into all the places technology can take you. When you're in that manic society, you might have to get up early. You might have to get to work early. You might get up earlier than you would on a Saturday or when you would when you're on vacation and just sort of in observe mode, relaxation mode. The manic society can kind of crush our voice and our expression because it's always rushing, you know, got to get to work. Got to do those tasks. Got to take care of things. Whereas when you're on vacation, your expression and your voice opens up a little more because often you're allowing yourself to take your time. And you don't typically do this in everyday life. There's that multitasking feeling of manic society. And yet when you go on vacation, you're in explore mode. You're just like a sponge. You're kind of taking it all in. Finally, there's this idea that if you're in the manic society, this can't be the only story that you are a part of. It just wouldn't be fulfilling enough. 
But when you're on vacation, you are so appreciative that this vacation is happening and you look back at your manic time and you see, wow, I am really grateful for my job. I'm really grateful for my family. I'm grateful for where I live. You get to have a different lens on your life than you experience while you are a part of the everyday and manic society. So why do I bring all this up? I, I really want to show you that, that when you give yourself the opportunity to vacation and retreat, you go into the mind that a writer is often a part of. Why? Because again, a writer is observing, interpreting, communicating, unfolding all those mysteries. A writer is sometimes researching, but a writer is often taking that vantage point of what does something look like from way over here? And that's what you do when you're on vacation. You get that experience. It is far away from your everyday life. So I wrote to my family, my friends, my newsletter people, those that are close to me, and I just asked, when was the last time you took a vacation and what would you like to share? And I'm not even sure we have time for all of the impact and story that came my way. I will for sure be doing a second show on this. But I just want to shout out and say thank you to Antonio, to Tim, to Carla, to my brother, Matt, to Annette. And if he were here, I know John would be sharing a story about vacationing with his, his brother. And I might be doing that on his behalf today if we have time. This is usually when we go to break, but I'm just going to keep you with me for an extra minute here while, while Eric is busy taking our calls here. And I want to introduce some ideas for you to think about, which is when we are writing, no matter how busy we are, we are not just only writing for our brands. We are also being the observer We're writing the story of our life. I'm going to leave you with this thought so you can think about any vacation story you want to share with me, getting into that story of your life. We'll be right back. Do you struggle with dizziness or loss of balance? When you roll over in bed, does the room spin? Do you have a difficult time concentrating and ringing in your ears? These are scary and debilitating symptoms of vestibular disorders, which affect the inner ear and brain. These symptoms are invisible and are often overlooked by others, but there's hope. Learn more about vestibular disorders at vestibular.org. Visit vestibular.org or call 800-837-8428. Working hard to put a smile on your face. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back. This is Story You Talk Radio. And I am texting my house sitter here because the kitty won't eat. Please offer fresh food too. Thank you. Okay, now we're back. I am your host, Coach Debbie, and this is Story You Talk Radio. I have this kitty cat that is full of stories right now. Oh, my goodness. I might have to do a show just on that. I just love you, Mona. We are talking today about the stories we get into when we are on vacation. I just recently heard about this, that sometimes the person that isn't necessarily a daily writer will take the opportunity to go on vacation and start journaling. And sometimes it turns out to be a lot of great bullet points to kind of jar the memory for 
later on in the year or later on in life when you want to share your stories. But the truth is, if we're not kind of practiced at expressing ourselves on paper, they do stay bullet points. There's nothing wrong with that, but sometimes we want a little bit more. Sometimes we find that if we are invited, we're not necessarily going to share our stories on paper during vacation, but we're going to share stories face-to-face. For example, we might get in touch with this question here. What is the purpose that I'm a part of while I'm on vacation? And you know you're skilled at thinking about this because if you're someone who builds your brand or goes to work, you're always thinking about what is my purpose at work. But when you go on vacation, you have a purpose with the people you're with. There's also that idea of what's our shared vision on this vacation and beyond this vacation. And you know you are skilled at thinking about this because when you go to work, you have to think of the vision of the work life, the vision and the future of the job or the brand. You know you have to. What does the kitty setter have to say? Oh, she's on top of it. Ah, she's the best. Thanks, Jen. So when you are on vacation, sometimes it comes to you that this vacation is one that you waited a long, long time for. I want to share a story from our listener, Tim, who really, really was impacted when he thought about the idea of going and introducing his son to some music, but also to just really have an experience together. You might all know that New Orleans is is just the jazz hub, the Motown hub. It, It is the place to go for fun and dance and Their 50-year reunion and celebration just happened. Tim decided that he wanted to offer an experience to his son, Joseph. And we're talking about an experience that lasts a lifetime. Tim shared with me that he, being from a divorced family and working two jobs, He had to pay for child support, and he never really had the finances to take his son on vacation. Of course, there were small trips along the way as as his son was growing and his daughters too, but, you know, we're really talking about that father and son bonding time. Tim shares with me here that this recent opportunity to go to New Orleans was totally different. This was a time for him to be with his grown son, man to man, not just father to son. He said, we stayed in a house with five other guys and we all bonded. We both have a love for music. My son absolutely loves Motown and we connected in so many ways on this trip. Music was just one, and I am sure we will never forget the memories we created. And of course that's true, but how hard is it sometimes to plan and to step away from that everyday life we're used to doing and make time to express our story and share a memory with someone we love as much as our son, right? Writers are constantly trying to tease out and communicate and interpret how important stories are. But every person on the planet can be in touch with their stories, and I'm inviting you to think about one of the easiest places to feel the expression of your story, and to go on vacation, to go on retreat, to step away from what is everyday and practical to you and find a way to have 
an experience with people you love. In another story that was shared by, um, by Annette, and many of you met Annette. She was here in the studio several weeks ago. She's a professional image consultant. And about a year ago, she told me she had an opportunity to plan for about 12 days in Tuscany. And I was like, wow, that sounds amazing. Now, keep in mind, one year to plan for this, and sometimes that's what we need. We need to come up with the money. We need to book out that time on our calendar. We need to make sure that weeks before and weeks after it can really fit in. Uh, We need to be healthy for it. We need to have everything we need in place. In this case, a passport if you've never gone to Europe. There's all kinds of things you've got to plan. But on this occasion, she was planning to go on retreat with other business women, and to the best of my knowledge, only one woman was someone that she already knew. So there would be about 12 other people that she would be bonding with. But keep in mind, even when people are new in your life, you still want to be thinking about these questions that I posed earlier. One is, what is the, my purpose that I am really taking part in here? What are these bonds I'm building? What, what is the reason I'm really, truly going on this trip? And what is that shared vision I have with these people and with this time away and my story that will carry me beyond this? Annette found out that her retreat didn't actually start the, the day she woke up in Tuscany. It actually began in the planning ahead of time and in the traveling to Germany where she transferred planes and then finding her way through Rome, which eventually led to Tuscany and the people she met along the way. One of the things Annette shared with me was that her higher power put these angels in her life. For example, she spoke of a person that she she talked to in the, the airport beforehand, and it turned out that that person was sitting right behind her on the plane. So sometimes if you've traveled, you know that your stories begin even before you've reached that destination. But this bonding sort of begins because the other people on the plane have a sort of joint venture they're taking with you. They're going to the same place. And you're far outside of your everyday life and you're starting to share who you are. In other words, you're really getting back to your truth, right? The things of everyday life are not in your way. All that you have that belongs to you is in either a carry-on bag or in a checked suitcase. That's it. The rest that you carry with you is in your heart and is part of your memory that you go with. And fortunately, in today's world, on your smartphone. But you know what I mean. You're starting to create memories. And if you're like the friend I mentioned earlier, you might be having your first journaling experience where you're bulleting out what matters. Why is this so important? We're going to take a break in about five minutes. So if you were thinking about giving a call in, and sharing one of your stories. The number here is 1-888-298-5569. And of course, you can always write to me at my Facebook Messenger page, and that is Debbie Handrich. It sounds exactly, it's spelled exactly as it sounds. Last name is H-A-N-D-R-I-C-H. 
And I would love to hear about your stories. Another thing I wanted to share with you is this idea that I heard that sometimes from uh, my coach, Robert Holden, sometimes you can think about developing your story like it was a song list. So I want you to think about this for a minute. If you were to write the song list of your vacations, right? What would some of the titles of songs be that illustrate what a perfect vacation is for you? Or what your memories of vacationing is for you? I asked a friend this and she texted in, Wasted Away Again in Margaritaville was once the theme song of my vacations in my 20s. However, that is not the goal of today. Now I have to really think and grapple with this idea of what would be my theme song for today's vacation. And uh, thank you, April, for sending that in. And what that shows us is that we grow up and we have a whole new expression. And that's what writers are doing. They're expressing what it means to really enjoy their time with others and with themselves. Remember, I bring you this, this radio show because I want you to think about the stories you live by, the voice you connect to. Have you ever been on vacation and said to yourself, this is when I'm actually going to start that journal. This is when I'm going to really get in touch with what I did here, but also what matters to me. When I went on vacation to France with my brother, and this, well, let's see, this goes back now a little ways. This is almost, Matt, are you listening? Can you help me? Can you channel this? I think it was spring 2000. Wow. Okay, so it was almost 20 years ago. We went to France. Now, the original idea was I was going to go with a man, but he he couldn't figure out how to make this happen. So I went with my brother. And let me tell you, there, there must have been an angel looking over me because my brother and I had the best of times. My brother is an aficionado when it comes to museums and art. He took care of that part of the trip. Me, I care all about food. Him, he cares all about maps and walking around and seeing the greatest of things, of places. Me, I care about architecture. But we shared all this together. We really didn't say, hey, listen, on Tuesday, I think I'll walk off over here and you can walk off over there. We actually took in everything together. We were together 24-7 for about 12 days. Now that should let you know how special my sibling is to me because there were never any fights, arguments. Our only challenges were making our way back to our villa in the dark. Because it can get really dark in the south of France, let me tell you. And we did know the great word called detour, which we ran into over and over and over again. But our little Renault got us to where we needed to go. And we had experiences. And one of the things we did for a little while, this this is my little brother who's six years younger than me is we kind of grew up together for 12 days. I sort of handled the French language because I had studied it a bit in school. He handled the map. He has much better eyesight than I do. He navigated the car. I made friends with some of the people in town. We, We took on what was strong for each of us, and we allowed that to help our bond grow even stronger and to help our stories really surface for us. And one of the neat things I remember 
is that a gentleman named Michael or Michel came to our table one evening and introduced himself. He was traveling alone. He had a very thick French accent. And he wanted to invite us to his table to have dessert and share stories. And that started what we did for the next four nights while we stayed at the villa. We had a lovely experience each night with this gentleman sharing stories about the U.S. and France and our dreams and family. It was wonderful. We never saw Michael again. But for those four days, he added a chapter to our lives. And this was a time when my brother and I were far away, 5,000 miles away from anyone else we knew, from any of the manic society we were accustomed to. We were creating stories together. We're basically doing what writers are doing all the time, yet not while they're necessarily on vacation. I hope this is serving you. I hope this is helping you understand how we get into our expression. We're going to take another break here, see if we have more stories rolling in, and we will be right back. American warfighters go into battle. If all goes well, they'll come home. But not everyone makes it all the way home. It's estimated that over half a million current warfighters will return from service diagnosed with PTSD. For over 45 years, Help Heal Veterans, a not-for-profit organization, has crafted a way to help returning veterans create their way back. Help us heal vets. To learn more, visit HealVets.org. That's HealVets.org. Hey, everyone. You know, let's all stop what we're doing right now and take a moment. Going our own way every day. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Story You Talk Radio. If you're just tuning in, I am talking to you about those vacations, retreats, those times away where you really have the opportunity to get into your story. This is a great chance to tell you about a retreat taking place on Woodby Island starting June 7th. And the host of this retreat is Kim Trimmer. She is the founder and yoga teacher for IOYstudio.com. That's IOYstudio.com. Stands for Inside Out Yoga Studio.com. And she is offering a wonderful, peaceful, relaxing retreat that is coming up here June 7th. I really encourage you to go to her website and check that out. I just might see you there. I also want to give a little shout out to my dear friend Kristen Hirano with Just Better. She is going to help everything in your digestive tract work great while you are on vacation and on retreat. Her brand is Just Better. This is a prebiotic that helps your body run the way you want it to. Check her out at justbetterbrands.com. And I, uh, I'm going to be putting in my newsletter some pictures and some links that will help you just get very quickly and easy to her product. But for right now, you can always find that at Amazon.com, JustBetterBrands.com. All righty. We're coming back to this topic about your, your vacation, your retreat, that thing you're trying to manifest in your life. And remember, we've been saying that writers are always working on their stories. They're always building their plots. They're always developing characters. They're always juxtaposing the scenes and the concepts to help the story come alive. But I want to tell you, 
that's what you're doing when you're on vacation. You're building plots together. You're getting to know the character of the people you're with better. You're developing situations, concepts all the time. You're constantly communicating, observing, interpreting. You're doing the things that writers do. You're developing a skill. And I say all this because so many people tell me I'm not a writer. Well, if you want to get in touch with the writer within you, go on vacation. Take a little retreat. And you will tap into that mind that is a writer. It's part of the reason that many of us sort of struggle to write because we're trying to do it in manic society. Not necessarily. I mean, a writer just can't be on vacation all day long. (laughs) I would like to, but it doesn't really work that way. We have to proofread. We have to follow form. We have to publish. We have to do these things that are part of the manic society. But there is that wonderful, welcoming observation opportunity to develop story. And that's what I want to welcome you into. We have Carla who has sent in story. And Carla is someone that I grew up with. I met her when I was 12. She saved me from the bullies. We sang in choir together. We were on the gymnastics team together. And later, because of our challenges in adult life, we would grow a very tight bond to each other. Not too long ago, Carla decided it was important for her to basically take a sabbatical for about three weeks' time and just get out of her everyday routine. She wrote in and shared that she met a lot of people along the way that really helped her understand that relaxation was key to healing. She said, when I got to Maui, my thinking started to clear. I was able to focus on the simple joys like just eating, just sleeping, just having time for rest. I could put my phone away for days and relax. This was something I gifted myself in 2016. I went to Maui during the spring. It was at a time when my last child was just going off to college, and I was now an empty nester. It was a time of huge adjustment for me. She says, you know, I was widowed at age 43. I had been single, but now I was alone. And this vacation was a time for me to reflect and really look at my whole life, not just parts of it, but especially focus on the last 10 years and what I wanted. One of the biggest takeaways from this vacation was that I could enjoy walking on the beaches of Maui and feel connected to a prayer life. It became really clear to me that not only was this one of my favorite towns, but I wanted to find a town that offered this sort of respite. It took two and a half years, but now I am living in an area that is close to some of my family, that is not a vacation town, but it has the waterfront. It has the opportunity to walk, and it has the chance to live the story I want to live. Thank you, Carla, for sending that in to me and for allowing me to extrapolate a little on some of the pieces that I knew. When Carla got back, she, she actually planned another vacation, and it was one that I got to enjoy with her. And let me tell you, it was an absolute joy to watch her in the water, really experiencing, at this time we went to Waikiki, and just experiencing her freedom with the water. Carla is a wonderful swimmer, and I had just for the first time in my life 
learned a little bit about swimming and had taken some private swim lessons. And I'll never forget how I, I put my hands in hers and she guided me out a little deeper than I would have ever gone by myself. And I got to have this experience in the waters of Waikiki, something I just would not have done on my own. And I know it's one of those deathbed experiences. Do you know what I mean by that? It's one of those things that will flash through my mind. And, and I will recall, I know this, towards the end of my life as one of those times when I was on purpose. Carla was on purpose. The water is important to her. My fear of water was something I was overcoming. And we shared that together. And it was a beautiful thing. You have these stories. If you feel like you are disconnected from these stories, I really want to invite you to think about how can you get a day or two or three or 14 or 30 and go on vacation. Get away from what we call the manic. Get outside of what we call routine and see how do your stories develop when you really think about the shared vision and what it is you want to experience beyond today. What happens when you unplug? What happens when you observe those that you love? When you take time for an experience that you think you don't have time for? What is it you want to explore and appreciate? Pretty soon, those memories of multitasking, of always having to be plugged in, of getting up early, of rushing around, they're just going to be far away. And that voice you want to connect to, that expression, it will be there. You can jot it down in bullet points. There is no shame in that. You can jot it down in a full sentence, one every day. No shame in that. You can talk it into your phone. Share on a memo. What did you experience that day? Maybe you're very visual and you're the person who's always doing video and photos. Take time for that. That's your expression. I just really want you to know that you will feel this for a long, long time. I recently had a phone conversation. I wasn't sure if I was going to share this, but I think I will. A gentleman calls me up. He's found me online. He wants help writing his book. And this is very common now. People think if you help others write their books, you are a branding coach. Just had to get a sip of water there. And it's not that I'm not a branding coach. It's that I wouldn't say I specialize in that. I specialize in expression, communication, capturing your story, finding your true voice, being the real you. Can I help you with your brand? Sure. Is it my specialty? Eh, I don't think I really wear it as a specialty, but I am good at it. So a lady named Jean refers me and this gentleman calls me up and in a matter of seconds, <laughs> he goes from introducing himself to asking what I charge. And the conversation kind of went like this. If you, if you go to my website, like I said, www.coachdebbie.com, you can sign up for a discovery session, a consultation. He had done this, and it was time for our call. And this is basically what he said to me. He says, hey there, Debbie. Yeah, great. Uh, don't have a lot of time here. I know you've got 30 minutes, but I don't quite have that much time. So anyway, uh, I run a firm here in the L.A. area, finance, yeah. 
Uh, Jean probably told you about me, but basically what I need to get done is a book. I got about 30 days, uh, 60 is the max, really don't have time beyond that. So what do you say uh, you and I put something on the calendar so we could get started with this? I've sort of outlined it. I'm sure you'll be helping me with that. And I understand you know everything about publishing. So um, let's, uh, let's get down to brass taxes here. And uh, what do you charge? And I think that was about the first breath he took. And I was um, more than overwhelmed. And I asked him a a few questions. I managed to not laugh. uh, But I asked him a few questions like, uh, let's let's get just a little bit of clarity here around your book. And um, it didn't take long for him to decide that I was not his girl. And that was okay with me. And I, I gave him a name or two, uh, and I braced the people that, you know, someone full of fire is coming your way. Watch out. But you never know. He could be a great, great match for the person that wants to help him write his book in 30 days and get it published and all these things that he is envisioning. But the reason I didn't want to go down that path is because I just didn't hear that it was his truth. What I heard was that he was doing this for some pressure that was on his shoulders. And so the way I tried to get to the bottom of this was I asked him this question. And I just said, Jack, I don't mean to sound intimidating when I ask you this, but I really do want to know, when was your last vacation? And he said, huh? No, I'm not writing about a vacation. And I said, I I know. But I want to know, when was your last vacation? And he says, ah, you know, uh, we get get to Vegas, you know, twice a year usually, the wife and I. Anyway, uh, what do you charge? And I had to, I had to realize Jack and I weren't going to work together because Jack wasn't in his truth. And even when Jack goes to Vegas, he doesn't find it. So I wish Jack all the best, but that's not what I want to be doing with you. I want to be inspiring you to get into the truth of your story and living it and experiencing it and contemplating it, writing it down, having an experience with yourself and others. If you need help, you can always contact me at www.coachdebbydebby.com. And if you want to get started right now, plan a vacation. I'll see you right back here next Thursday. Namaste, my friends. 